Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. We're back in a big, big way here on SummerSlam week. Uh, I'm sitting here with my awesome comedian guest, Vince Averill. How you doing? Ah, good, man. Thank you. Host of the We Watch Wrestling podcast. Good to be here. Uh, So we're going to get some plugs out of the way right now, and then we're going to get into the hot, hot wrestling action. Uh, This Friday at UCB Franklin at midnight, we're having the annual UCB SummerSlam Tacular. Now, there's still some tickets available. This show is going to be dope. I'm hosting the show as Hulk Hogan, like I always do, apologizing for my racism. Good Lord. Maybe not apologize. Who, who, who knows? You'll need time. to be there to who find knows? out. Yeah, you'll need to know to find out. Uh, we got a bunch of other awesome sketches written about the current wrestling product. And also, we're going to have an actual professional wrestling match. Hot Young Briley is putting up his title, the WWUCB title, hard to say title, up against Lucha Underground's Judas Draven. And they're going to have an actual professional wrestling match on this tiny UCB Franklin stage, which they've assured me is doable. I can't believe the Athletic Commission signed off on that. I, can't, I know. The, the UCB Athletic Commission. Look, they're, they're lenient, okay? They're not, they're not checking. That's been made clear. And, and, and another thing, everyone on this show is on steroids, okay? We don't test this show. This show is juiced up to the gills. None of this U.S., uh, the, what's it called? USADA or whatever. Something. The Drug Administration. <laughs> no F drug them. administration. Our Brock Lesnar is going to be drugged up unapologetically. Well, it's not an advantage when everybody can do it. Yeah, exactly. They're all going to be there. You're gonna, we're going to have a, we got somebody doing Rusev. We got Roman Reigns. We got all the hits. John, John Cena is going to be there beating Whoa. up a Make-A-Wish kid, I believe. It's going to be very fun. Outrageous. Check it out. Uh, you can get tickets on UCBtheater.com. Uh, or you can uh, find the details out on, uh, I'll be on our Twitter at, at COW podcast. Vince, awesomely enough, people, they need more shows. You guys also have a show. The that We Watch same Wrestling night. Podcast has a show that same night. They don't earlier. conflict. They, they don't, don't conflict. Con- That's right. Ours is at 730 in Los Angeles at the Copper Still, live podcast recording, stand-up comedy, special guests, a lot of fun, uh, brownpapertickets.com. I think there are still some tickets available. There will probably be a couple at the door. But give it a shot. Come on out and see us Friday night at the Copper Still in Los Angeles. Uh, it should be a great time. It I'm will sure. be. It will be an awesome time. Yeah. Uh, I'm hopefully going to check it out. I just had my parents in town. And, <laughs> Bring uh, them along. I'm going to try. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I just, I'm always torturing people in my life, my, my loved ones, with professional wrestling. It's, I'm like hazing them, forcing them to be around the culture. Look at my terrible t-shirts. You're uh, trying to teach them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. Before we get into stuff, I'm, I, I, I have a new uh, segment I would like to start the show with, which is uh, called What Are You Wearing? Similar to the, to the red carpet, you know, the, the Joan Rivers of the world being like, hey, what, what are you wearing? I'm going to show up to every podcast recording wearing a wrestling shirt. Okay. And I'm going to have my guests ask me, what are you wearing? And then I'm going to describe which wrestling shirt I'm wearing. I love so it. Vince, you're the first this guy the to first do it. first time it's been yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, the first okay. guy. So I'm going to pretend I'm walking by you. I'm glammed up. Yeah, well, which you are, but you're not walking. But you yeah, are, yeah, yeah. But you gotta, you gotta call me. You gotta call yeah. me down. You gotta, okay. you, you gotta, like I'm walking the red carpet, and you're a yeah. peon who needs to okay. hear what I have to say. Okay. Do I have to be a peon in this situation? In this, I think. Dan, any, Dan, Dan, yeah. Dan. Oh, uh, real peon. quick. Hey, can we just Ugh. real quick, real Fine. quick, bud? 
Fine, hey, I'm here uh, to promote my movie. What are What are you wearing tonight? What am I wearing? Oh, well, um, right now I'm wearing uh, the first edition The Rock Under Armour t-shirt. Ooh, okay. Yeah, with the Brahma Bull on it, but especially more, it's more uh, sharper edges than the actual tattoo. And, okay. Uh, yeah. This is this is this is sold out. You can't get this. This little is gold to start on charcoal. His brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a charcoal. It's a charcoal shirt. Um, and um, I think Dior had some say in it. Must have. Yeah. Uh, well, right, I gotta go. I gotta uh, go. I gotta go. Hey, great talking and to you. And scene. That's the end of the first ever. What are you wearing segment, Vince? How did it go? Should I uh, cut it? Jury's out on that one. <laughs> the jury, jury we'll see what out. the fans say. Yeah, you can uh, <laughs> you can rate, subscribe the podcast, give us five stars, and then talk shit about that segment, <laughs> and we'll read it. Uh, cool. Hey, SummerSlam is now. Man, we're all gonna die because I feel like the old so last year's SummerSlam felt like it was yesterday. It is, yeah. It's uh, it's right back upon us here, but uh, the card is pretty fucking sweet, man. The card is awesome. I'm like. Very excited for this card. I was thinking about the last SummerSlam I was talking about, which was Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, right? Wasn't yeah. that the last SummerSlam? Was that when they had the terrible finish? The tap the, like, out? The tap that, the, yeah, that they didn't see or whatever. Or did you like that finish? I don't want to um, I don't you. remember. Uh, I feel like in the moment I had some issue with it. Uh, subsequently, I haven't thought about it at all. Me either. It was, it was like oddly forgettable. So that's even worse for that finish that it's not even like controversial in your brain. It's just a nothing. It was such a, it block. was for, yeah, it was just for a waste a of a match. Minutes, but, uh, this year though, man, it looks, uh, work rate wise. It's a great time to be alive, man. There's a lot of, a lot of good wrestling, I think, it, uh, for Sunday. I think so. I think it's really exciting. I think actually, um, I think what I can't think of a card that has this many matches I've cared about yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Like the two title matches I'm very pumped for. Lesnar Orton, they somehow convinced me is a cool match through like awesome well, packaging. Well, I think the thing about that match is just that Orton legitimately is kind of fragile. Like yeah. he's had enough issues with his clavicles and shoulders. Right. And Brock is not an easy easy night of work. So Brandy might just get both his arms torn off or need two steel rods. So so the interesting thing to me there is that Brock might kill him. Yeah, Orton is definitely at a place where like any match could be his last match. <laughs> and he might be fine with it. Yeah. Too. I think Cena's also one injury away from retirement. Like the next injury he gets, I'd like I don't I, know, because I think he's he's a guy who uh He's got some exemptions in yeah. his life, and so he uh, he seems to come back from injuries very quickly. Oh yeah, I like how we all just go like, no, he's just 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 John Cena, man. Like this, yeah. no. Oh, if you read their wellness policy, not everyone has to take a piss. Is that true? That is absolutely true. So wait, Vince, we're, we're jumping into everything. It's awesome. But Vince, you know everything. Like on your <laughs> podcast, they call you the professional wrestling encyclopedia. Right. Sure. Yeah. So how did you? And we're gonna we're we're gonna tie, we're gonna Tarantino this right. We're gonna get back. Okay. We're gonna get back right into John Cena not being being exempt from yes. the WWE wellness policy. But I want to know like how do you become how do you get the label of wrestling encyclopedia? I always refer to myself as people come to me all the time asking me about wrestling, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not a wrestling historian. I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah, like I'm pretty marky dude. Sure, you know. Uh, yeah. where I think people think I have like the knowledge you have and it's, I'm not even close. Well, I think you might surprise yourself, but, uh, Thank first you. of all, I'm, I'm an older gentleman. 
Yeah. Uh, and so I went to my first match in 1985. That makes it sound like you're right? 75 years old. For this, well, you know, right, because you're uh, 47, right? So yeah, I've got to yeah. be. You're like, I'm an older gentleman. No, but uh, I just mean, I, I've been around a little while. Yeah. I, uh, my first match I went to was in 85. Uh, a house show in Detroit. It was uh, Hogan and Steamboat versus Don Morocco and Mr. Fuji in the main event. Yeah. Um, and then I just never stopped uh, yeah. paying attention. And then uh, your whole life. Right. And at a certain point I got, re- I mean, there were times where I would wane a little bit, but I sort of, um, I started to learn about the insider shit pretty early on, like the newsletters and stuff. The sheets. Yeah. Were they, so, were they a time where they were physical sheets being yeah, mailed I mean, to you? I was I was getting sheets mailed to me well into the 2000s, Wait, like when I still lived kidding? in Brooklyn. And then it, it kind of finally went online at right. a certain point. But like, so so you would get the like the Observer newsletter, which would be about 30,000 words in like eight point font back to back, yeah. you know, every week. But um, so even when my interest waned as far as watching and it wasn't like now where there's like 18 hours of content every week on tv you had like raw that was or before even before rather superstars like an hour on saturday hour on sunday maybe pay-per-view once every quarter anyway so uh but because i wasn't watching every single week my entire life but because i knew about the inside shit i was still i would still know what was going on i would still keep track so yeah. anyway, if you just do that forever and you get real rabid at certain points, right. like when ECW came around and stuff like that, yeah. then I don't know. It's just it's just a thing that I yeah. Just but also you know. you know a lot of you know a lot about outside of WWE. Like I can I can I can hold my own. You know, and hold my own. I mean, like you know, in all the um, all the game show, all the professional wrestling game shows that exist, sure, where you get tri- all your trivia knowledge. And I'm like, but hold your own is actually a funny thing because it does feel like when you speak about wrestling, it does feel like a knowledge off. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? That thing where of like course. everyone's trying to out each other on Which, a, on on expertise, yeah. and, and knowledge. That's and no fun behind the the scenes. It is it is no fun. It's no fun because I, I pride myself on we have fun in here. You know? I pull way back when those conversations start. I I pull. I don't I don't like to sort of sit there and try to piss on each other yeah. and see who you know yeah it's like who who knows more and just being like actually yeah. like a little bit of that nerd stuff but but you watch a lot of stuff that's outside of wwe definitely and i think is it fair to say you watch more independent wrestling than wwe or no no i i mean i watch a great deal of japanese just because it's a, it's super easy now as well i, I just got a password to njpw well then your life's about to change if yeah, you yeah, want yeah. it to but again, it's a tax on your family, you know, when you got to be like, hey, listen, it's the G1 final, sweetheart. We can't go out tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okada's wrestling <laughs> yeah. at 4 a.m. But um, yeah, so I watch a lot of Japanese. I do pay attention to to independence, but that's not like a regular TV show type of thing. There there are things, but but uh, so I, I mean, there's so much content in WWE. I don't think it would be pretty difficult to to actually watch more of that. than Right, right, right. But but I do. I yeah. I, I watch a lot of stuff from all over the place. But you and McCarthy are like front row at every PWG. Definitely. Uh, Ring of Honor, whenever it's like close, although they're also in they're in Las Vegas on Friday night, which is where I would be if I didn't have our show, which is where you should be at our show. But you Yeah, know. of course. And then at my show. And then at your show. Don't go to Las Vegas for the Ring of Honor. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, NXT Saturday. Yeah. You got, and Evolve. There's yeah. two Evolve shows over exactly. the Exactly. There's, There's enough actual wrestling happening where you should come Friday, open <laughs> yeah. the doors to a ridiculous, degenerate weekend of, ga- of yes. not gambling, of watching wrestling yeah. uh, with a little comedy. Yes. 
it'll be a little hors d'oeuvre for you. And then Saturday and Sunday, you can really uh, just hunker down and not leave your home. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, uh, uh, but like, uh, <laughs> wow. The, the independent scene is like thriving in a way that I feel like, I, from what I watch on when I go in on YouTube yeah. polls and like watching NJ like New yeah. Japan stuff, yeah. I, I, although I, I consider that independent, even though it's not independent at all. Yeah. I just consider anything outside of WWE. I just label it independent. Yeah. Ring of Honor, TNA, and I've even been paying attention to TNA stuff. It starts being there's such an overwhelming amount of content. Well, there, but the thing is, there there's a renaissance happening. I think in wrestling in general because what you had was. For a long time, up until the late 90s, the independent wrestling was mostly like a guy, like old guys who were out of WWF or out of WCW. Right. And then, and then, the Jake the Snake, it became a lot more about these young guys in this class that, like, you know, um, Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan was in, and, and a lot of uh, those guys started out, uh, and, and then Ring of Honor started, and, and these independents sort of began, and you have what they have now, which are like incredible talents yeah. who forever, like, you know, Seeing those guys in New York and wherever, I would be like, oh, well, these guys are incredible. They'll never be in WWE. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you started to see, you know, Punk goes and, and Daniel Bryan goes. And, and, and now we're at a point where there's this fucking cruiserweight classic and yeah. the indies are thriving. Yeah, they're trying to sign a guy like Zack Sabre Jr. who's built like someone Vince would literally just walk over if he saw and him works in front a of style that is completely different not that they won't try to make them work the wwe style because that's just what they do yeah. but but it's saber jr's this the smarkiest in ring in ring technician well like, i mean he just wrestles a british style it's yeah. just a it's it's like a map based um you know sort of move for move technical thing yeah uh, Although in the Cruiserweight Classic, they ma- they they framed it really well. They called him an escapologist, right? Where I was like, "Oh, that's a good way for people to ingest this." And then like Moro would show every time he would counter a move. Yeah, he's like every move he could turn every move into a different move that is in his favor. Yeah, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, he, that's." I was like, "Oh, then it, then it works." But I'm saying when I watch all the clips online, I'm like, I ca- I can't imagine selling this guy to. My friends who are not, who are just like, who want to see Triple H, right. you know, who want to who want to see DX and stuff. The casual fan. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's great that they're now, and I think it's slowly like Triple H's influence, obviously, but they're, they're slowly starting to try to have everything. Cause then if you have, a, if you have everything, then the wrestling fan needs to not go anywhere else. They can get their, their DX or whatever you want to call that part of it. They can get their, um, you know, the, the wrestling that's presented as sport and is more technical and has the high flyer or whatever. Yeah. If they, if they begin to have everything, then you don't need to go anywhere else. And yeah. then that's what they maybe want to do. Wrestling is amazing right now. You said it's like a great time to be alive. I feel like we're in this place where you, you, you nailed it. It's like WWE is starting to offer everything and they have the network and it's like, so there's big money behind all kinds of professional wrestling. Yeah. You know, they they've signed like a big portion of the club at the, of Bullet Club at this point. Like, you know, WWE is getting cool, and Triple H has an eye for the for independent wrestling. Whatever shit people want to talk about, Triple H. So it it, it is very exciting. But even the if thing- there's a network that you can watch whatever you want at any time, and then there's also this a similar for New Japan. It's like you used to just have to sit there and wait for Saturday, you know, or you yeah. used to have to like you know you could watch Raw and then hopefully get some tapes of of the all Japan show or whatever. And now it's like, I mean, it's the internet. 
But yeah. but still, it, it it's manifested in a way where it's just like if you're into wrestling, you don't even have enough time to no, watch everything. It's crazy. Even on this podcast, they make SmackDown now. Monday, so I got Raw on Monday, then now SmackDown is a live show also that's relevant. That's yep. not just a half-baked rehash of Raw. And I'm like, oh man, I got to I gotta get in there on Wednesday and I have to watch it. I was shooting all day yesterday. I shot a 14-hour day yesterday. Yep. I was like, oh, so I got home. I did a 14. Listen, this is what I do for you people, okay? 14-hour <laughs> day of shooting. I go do stand-up. Then I sit up. I literally drink a Red Bull before my stand-up show so I could stay up watching Raw and SmackDown before this- I go to sleep. And then I even feel guilty that I haven't touched the Cruiserweight Classic the last episode. Lie. I saw the last Cruiserweight Classic episode. I just didn't even remember because I was half sleeping when I watched it. Because I'm like, I'm watching wrestling at like 4 a.m. all the time. Yeah. My wife goes to sleep. I'm like, all right, now I can catch up. Yeah. Dedicated, man. So what happens? Is that the, Do you think the future will become like, I'm a raw guy. You're a SmackDown guy. Cause like there's only so much content you consume. Can it be like, I only watch raw because even though SmackDown's equally as good of a show, although I argue right now, SmackDown's a better show than yeah. raw. Well, I think that they always, they always present, even though, you know, they've, they've done this little thing here now where it's gone live and that they always present raw as the a show as the show you need right. to see, to know what's going on. And so I don't think that will ever not be the case like raw will always be the show that draws the most viewers that will be the yeah the flagship show um i mean there'll be folks who are like ah you know what i'm now just watching smackdown but but it won't be the it won't be the majority you can't ever that they're not even they're not even going for that either they're not right. going for like stop watching raw choose they're not doing like a uh twilight like i'm team yeah. edward or team they're not yeah. going for that because raw has most of the things you need to see. But the it. other thing is like uh, the amount of people that are like you or I, or maybe uh, most of the people who are listening to, to us now uh, are not the majority of no. the people who watch that show. And so, you know, the best thing to do is when you go to one of those arena shows and, and you see the people like, these are people who they're like, Oh yeah, I, I watch raw and, and you know, this guy's fighting this guy. They don't, they're not going on the no. internet after to find out what's really happening. Oh, they're not doing they're any buying of that. Roman Reigns t-shirts. They're not like, I got to, well, Tuesday, I got to block off some time. No, it's just like, I, I watch wrestling on Mondays. It's cool. Yeah. Gonna, you know, it's so, I think it, it, the, even, even the company gets a little lost in that sometimes. Like when, when a, something gets leaked and then they change it because it got leaked. It's like the amount of people who actually knew. Right. I just don't think is as, as many as, as they want to think it is at times, yeah. you know? Cool. I want to hit two things before, uh, and 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 I have so many more things to ask you, but we'll get you back in here because uh, you have a brain I need to pick. <laughs> uh, but you mentioned that you when you were coming up and going to Ring of Honor shows, mm-hmm. this was probably back when you were in New York watching like Daniel Bryan, yep, and uh, your uh, uh, Punk, right? All these guys, and you mentioned like you could never see them going right to WWE, but like when you watch it, you did you feel like you that did you feel like that was the future of wrestling when you were watching it like i i can't believe how ahead of the curve you are there like i don't think look i love myself i think i'm a cool guy but i don't think that i would have been able to watch those guys and be like this guy's gonna headline wrestlemania 30 this guy's gonna be the this guy's gonna get on the microphone and make the rock look bad right you know that's i wasn't thinking that but i was thinking this is the best wrestling like i would go to those shows like in the Manhattan Center or whatever, and during the show, they would make an announcement, okay, the next show is this date, and you can buy the tickets now. I would just fucking run directly down 
yeah. and buy my ticket for the next show. That that was the hottest thing happening for me by far. Like WWE was fine, but like Ring of Honor when they came at that time when they had Daniel Bryan, they had Chris Hero, they had Claudio, yeah. uh, Cesaro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were bringing in. I know. Uh, Hideo Itami, right? He yeah. was coming over. Hideo? They would bring uh, Japanese guys in. There were all kinds of uh, Kevin uh, Owens. Steve. Uh, generico Sami yeah. Zayn, but but my thought the whole time was just like even like Cesaro at that point had already gone and come back, and so it was just like even the guys who seem like they're tall enough or have the right muscles for some reason just aren't aren't making it there. And I think part of it was it still seemed like they were signing, which they still do a little bit. They'll sign like you know a failed football player or they'll go to a bodybuilding yeah. competition and then be like, now we can make this person who we want him to be. Even if they're not the best wrestler right. in the world, we can just like teach them to do exactly what we want them to do. But then that just it just changed and yeah. and it and slowly like now all those guys have gone up there and had far more success than I could have ever imagined even in like 2006. Right. And those guys are amazing. And 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 I feel like I wouldn't have been able to predict how great they are. And that brings me to my next thing, which is uh how come I don't like Shinsuke Nakamura? Uh, like what? Like <laughs> McCarthy at P- the last PWG event, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sold on him. He walked away from me. Oh, like no. he was pretty fucked up. And he like walked away. You don't away. say. <laughs> he was like, he like couldn't even handle it. And he I was only like, say that because PWG, there's a lot of beer that gets drunk. No, no, no. Everyone, everyone was. Uh, but like, uh, 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 he doesn't have a problem. I'm not no, saying no, that. No. no. Uh, but P- Shinsuke, like I-, I watch him and I'm, and I, and I'm going online watching his clips and everyone's like, Super sold on him. Yeah. I, I looked at a list the other day that was a list of 100 best wrestlers. He's number one. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. I surely will be able to recognize a guy who's the number one wrestler in the world. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing that I always say is subjective art form. Yes. Right? So it's like it, it, that's uh, someone's opinion. It's not your opinion. It's fine. Uh, the things that I think make him set him apart is... um that he has so much charisma and he can, without saying anything, yeah. tell you exactly like who he is and what he's about. And, and even when Matt and I first saw him, it was back in New York. New Japan came over and did some shows with this company called um, Jersey All Pro. And, and he wasn't completely where he is now, but he had started to do this thing where he kind of came out and it was just like, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And it was so clear that he didn't give a fuck. And it was done so well that at that point, which was probably like, oh, uh, maybe 10, 9 or 10, um, we were like, holy shit. Yeah. And then from there, he's just become this like, you know, I, I don't even know what the fuck he is now, but it's like, it's just super entertaining. But the work is is also like at, at a real high level. The the shit that he does is, is, is so snug and he doesn't hurt anybody. Right. And I think... Uh, so, but again, if if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. No, you know, I you think like you, you hit on something interesting. It's like I, I I see the potential. It's not like I don't see the potential, but he's a guy who everyone is like he's there. And to me, I'm like, oh, he needs like something. Like I'm not saying he needs Paul Heyman, but he needs like he needs like something where it's like Brock Lesnar works because of Paul Heyman. Well, okay, so you have New Japan World now. Yes, just go and watch. Any of his Tokyo Dome matches, any Kingdom match you 10. see that he's wrestled in the Tokyo Dome, just watch at least three of those. Yeah. And then and then we'll talk again and Fine. see if it does anything for you. Yeah. It's like something about his uh, uh, and I watch like his in ring ability. He did. I, I'm liking some of the stuff he's doing with Joe. I like his like kind of thing that's hits on a <laughs> kind of stereotypical Asian 
like when he's kind of laughing and not saying anything and then he just like slaps him really like uh, like yeah. Joe's like being held back by every referee and then he puts his hand in his face yeah. and then laughs. I enjoy all that stuff. And it's definitely the best version of that that I've seen because it's kind of like Asuka does a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Like the Asian wrestlers, it's Japanese wrestlers, like they specifically Japanese. I don't want to be like the Asian. That's now hold on. I'm sensitive. I'm a progressive no, 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 guy. Be careful. Zignos. But uh, 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 <laughs> he's the best version of that. It's just I'm not totally sold. Like, can this get over on the main card, on the main show? And yeah, um, yeah I don't know. But it's cool. Well, I mean, see, he does speak some English. They, I mean, that's the other thing. When I saw him speak English, I also dug it. And I was like, oh, he should speak more English. But does he just not want to? Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, because even even in Japan, he didn't do a lot of talking. But they don't do uh, as much outside of sort of like a um, press conference yeah. format. But um, yeah. Anyway. I, what about the what about his match with Sami Zayn on WrestleMania weekend? That, I was there. Did it do anything for I you? I was there you were just in Dallas. Like, eh, I was team. sitting in very uncomfortable seats. By the way, that Uh-oh. arena is terrible. Uh-oh. I hope they never do anything there because <laughs> we bought floor seats. They were like st- they were like five hundred bucks. They were stupid expensive. Oh boy! But it was my bachelor party weekend, so oh, my shit. friends were like, "We're doing it." Yeah, and we went to Mania for that, and the seats were like, I don't know how to describe this correctly, but it's like you know when floor seats are wrapped. Around- Floor seats. Yeah, Dan's right, getting right. very excited. Yeah, I had a microphone malfunction. Uh, the, you know, floor seats are wrapped around a ring. Yep. So, like, you have the ones that are by the ring post, and those should go diagonal yes. to face the ring. Yes. Those ones still went straight, like they were on the mm. side of the ring. So I was like facing not the ring. I was facing the ring if I was twenty feet over. Okay. So I'm turning my body. Uh, so imagine a whole roll of row of yeah. people all on an angle. It's no good. It's no good. Yeah, I stay away. I mean, in all my years, I stay away from the floor if I'm not in the first. I, it just depends too, because they because sometimes those rows are so long that you yeah. do end up way out on the end. Yeah, it's we like, we better off in the 100 right. ring. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's anyway. fine. Our, our Armenian. But but, were but I, I'll say it because a lot of times I go to shows and I see people on the floor and it's very clear they've never been to a show before and they're yeah. just like, oh, 16th row on the floor. I'm on the floor. It's like, no, you're fucked. No, because you're flat. Yeah, you're fucked. It was bad. But this Get up was in the we lower bowl. far back. That's how I describe it. Because it, like I'm I know enough for that. Yeah. But this I could never be prepared for. This was uncharted territory uh. of facing. The crowd instead of the ring. Oh. But anyway, the Shinsuke match I did rewatch it and I was like, it's okay. I just it's not I was thing. more blown away by Zane. Like he was he I was more impressed by Zane. And all the other guys that came out anyway, I'll be sold on him. I know I'm gonna be wrong. That's what I'm saying right now yeah. here. But also when you see somebody and you think somebody had a, a great match, yeah. go back and make sure that it doesn't have at least some part to do with the person that they were wrestling. It is it is a it is a delicate dance of two men. Yeah, Absolutely. sure. Very or delicate. two women. Or sometimes a man and a woman in the more progressive dance. outside the WWE ring. Anyway, all right, cool. Well, we'll, we'll talk more indie wrestling on a future okay, episode because we have to focus on the main, the biggest party of the summer. Please. Yeah, that they've brought to Brooklyn just to screw us over. Yeah, I'm happy for it, man. I, I, I moved here. Six SummerSlams in a row were in Staples Center. I move here. They go back to uh, New York. I caught the last two. One or two before they took it away from us. Yeah. Ugh. Annoying. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, Raw and SmackDown. Look, we can get into Raw. I thought Raw was pretty bad this week. Raw Raw was not great. And and Raw, to me, didn't do a whole lot to, to hype. Son, it's a go home. You should be, like, really fucking doing the, the final little things to get no. you fired up. And, and instead, they... They, they, they gave away they gave away Rusev and, and Roman, but did it in a way where it was like, um, we just want to make sure you know that Rusev has a chance on Sunday. 
But if you pay attention, what they really told you is Rusev Rusev's has no gonna, chance. Really? He has no chance. When, when somebody, if, if you go and you look, the way WWE does things a lot of the time, right. the guy who ends up on his back the show before the pay-per-view right. ends up on top at the pay-per-view. So Rusev got his shit in on Monday. Yeah. And so, so it was like, I think to the person who doesn't pay attention, it was like, oh, wow, Rusev has a chance against Roman Reigns. Yeah, but, but not really. But Vince, then Roman Reigns pinned him at the end of Raw. They had a match at the end of Raw. Wait a minute. After the after yes. the, after the so, show. So here's something that's happening. It doesn't matter. They send the crowd home happy. What ha- what matters is yeah. what's on the camera. That's all. No, that matters. this was on the camera. I'm saying that at the end. Uh, uh, Zig, you look it up. Rusev got pinned. Yeah, because they did a match for his Lana's honor. No, I remember. That, that's yeah. what I, th- I thought. And then Rusev won up- clean. I thought Rusev got him. Anyway, Ru- no. Right. Well, Rusev. <laughs> if, if you walked away for a second, in my it, ass. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disproving you. <laughs> Uh, 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 no, 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 no. Because I, I, I thought the same thing. Because, because, all right. So what's happening since the we draft happen, is now huh? they're all, all they're all getting multiple segments on Raw and SmackDown. So you like in your head, you're like, yeah. oh, here's the. Sim-. They always just was like, okay, John Cena, AJ Styles feud. They get one segment, but now like last week, Cesaro wrestled two times. Uh, yeah. like the they, the Rusev thing, it happened last week. They they visited it two times. So I thought that I saw it differently. I saw Roman Reigns pin Rusev. Yeah, and I was like. They're just showing you Roman Reigns is still good before they have Rusev get a big win at SummerSlam. But Rusev spent a lot of that match uh, getting it heat on him, right? I mean, yes. wasn't Rusev he got he got most of the shit in on yeah, that one? Yeah, Rusev but- had him in the accolade, mm-hmm. uh, uh, for, and, and it looked like Roman Reigns was going to do the thing where he just passes out like the Stone Cold, <laughs> yes, yes, and like doesn't tap but just goes to sleep, yes. But then he somehow got to the ropes and then he got a spear and he yeah. won, huh. yeah. So I think Rusev might might win, but also so but Raw whatever. I thought not a great that, show overall. No, and me. I thought why show Finn is the demon on Raw? So I've already talked to like five people who said the exact same thing, and I and I agree. Uh, I feel like they could have done something because they obviously want to do something a little physical, right? Because the only two guys they've really kept apart are Randy and Brock. And so you don't want to do that with every match on the card. Like they, those two right. touched each other just to do each do a finisher, but they haven't really done anything. Right. Yeah. So you don't want to do it with everybody. So I understand that. But if you wanted to actually still do something physical with Rollins and, and Balor, just don't have them put the makeup on yet. Just, no. just save that. But, or if you want to tease it, well, I guess this contradicts your point, but if you could do a sting thing, if you want to show the demon to the casual fan who doesn't watch NXT, doesn't know what and it is, it's like, right? what are they talking about in the demon? Because I don't even like the demon on the poster. Yeah. Like he's in in the poster. He's wearing the full Rasta demon gear, yeah. uh, which I hate the hat, by the way. Yeah. Well, here's my but. controversy. You want to talk about Nakamura. I, I, I love Finn Balor. I love his work. I don't really, I don't give a shit about the demon. I don't, I'm the one guy who doesn't really like the demon entrance. I'm, yeah. I'm not super into the demon personally. Okay. So I'm not a big Finn Balor fan. It's, uh, I'm, uh, I recognize his, uh, I recognize why he's a guy who d- deserves a push mm-hmm. i recognize that people love him i i think i'm not a i'll go even a step further i'm not a big fan of his in-ring work i think he doesn't have one move that excites me he doesn't mm-hmm. have one signature move that i dig maybe the sling blade but like they all do that and Rollins yeah. does it also but like the coup de gras i don't dig that much and he does this like a lot of drop kicks yeah i don't know 
He does flip to the outside, which he did. I think that's cool. But now at that point, everyone's doing that. Even Kevin mm-hmm. Owens does that. Like they all right. Do so I don't know. Like, he needs something that excites me. But I'll say like the demon. I think it worked at full sail because it's a very short distance to the ring. Yeah. And they have the theatrics down. But in the big arena, the demon is a little bit like silly. It comes off like the boogeyman. We'll see. We'll see. Because we haven't seen it. Yeah. We'll we see. Have, well, we did see it. That's the thing. It's like it was they did it on Raw. He came out as right, the demon. Right, right. And fought him. I was like, they blew the whole mystery of that paint. I think, yeah. I'm just interested. Maybe they have something real fucking sweet plan for Sunday. Yeah. That's that's the hope. But. but they're saying that for the casual fan, like I'm thinking for the casual fan, they want to show you what the demon is so you get excited. Because it is he does look like Carnage, like from the comic books. Like yeah. it does look cool and he is like a comic book fan, whatever. It, it, it is cool, but I don't know. For him coming out of this demon, I thought that's always pay-per-view. Like, yeah. I thought that's like, hey, he gets real fired up for the pay-per-views. But I think yeah. he was so weak on the mic. Mm-hmm. When they put him in the ring against Seth, he got slaughtered on the microphone that it was like, oh, shit, maybe we have to keep him more ominous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm all, conversely, and not to, not to jump ahead, but no. I thought SmackDown did a really good job of building to the Ziggler Ambrose. The, the Ziggler Ambrose in-ring promo back and forth was great. Yeah. They both fucking... Knocked it out of the park. I mean, the unfortunate thing, I think, is that Ziggler has been put in a position, and they even address it in the promo, but the fact remains that he just, even as much as they've tried to heat him up, he's just not, I don't think anyone's thinking like he's going over, you know, he's going to win the belt. Which is 100% the reason to put him over. Sure. I mean, I'm all for it. I yeah. love, I love him. I love his work. I, I, uh, but, but their their promo in the ring was great. I also thought that the Cena AJ shit was good, and I yeah. think that match could steal the show. That's the match I'm actually of the whole show. I think I'm the most excited about. And they did something smart, which is like the last pay per view. They're like, let's just let's save it for SummerSlam. Like, yeah. they didn't do that with any of the other stuff. The Shield match could have been the the main event of this of SummerSlam. I was like, I was glad they saved this one yeah. they, for battleground. They used it. Uh, AJ Styles. I mean, wow, that, I, I, he's the guy in the, he's I'm awesome. blown away by him. And, and, and make Don't. no mistake. Cena is awesome too. And together Cena is they awesome. will, they will fucking do something on Sunday. That's John guaranteed. Cena gets everybody over. It feels like now, even though he's known as a guy for burying people, but he's this, also known for a guy being a guy that can't wrestle. And that's bullshit too. No, so. he's an awesome wrestler. Yeah. I trained wrestling for a little bit, like uh, for this Funny or Die series I was yeah. doing that never got released. Uh, and I was training. Um, <laughs> I'm better off that it didn't get released because I was, I, I'm still permanently damaged from oh, the boy. one month of training. <laughs> uh, but uh, my tr- my <laughs> the guy who was training me would always rip on John Cena. Huh. Like if I mentioned John Cena, he'd be like, yeah, he's a good worker. Like, pfft sarcastically and so in my brain from that i always was like yeah you know what john cena is not a good worker and then i was and then i was like wait no he is good he's, he's had, awesome yeah no he's he, a great program with kevin owens having a great program with aj that fucking punk shit that he yeah. did like th- th- you can't have that many great matches and have it be because every every time the other guy carried you it's just not what happened no it's not true no uh but yeah but so that aj cena match and we're jumping ahead but that AJ needs that clean win. Definitely. If you want AJ Styles, I mean, look, he's already he's already like 39 years old. Well, but also he like he hasn't gotten really that. I mean, he he has, but like this is the stage and Cena doesn't need it. So 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 let's have yeah. AJ. Cena can play. always recover. We're always going to Cena Cena can main event a WrestleMania 
if he lost every single match of the entire year. Well, you look at you look at Jericho. He spent years losing to yeah. everybody, right. everybody, and it doesn't matter because when you're when you're a star like that for as long as those guys have been, and you have that much ability and skill, you're never gonna like. They have. It's not like those are guys that they stopped and started. That's that's Ziggler's problem. They've stopped and started him to the point where the crowd is like, "Am I going to feel stupid if I get behind him this time?" Right. And that's not going to happen with a guy like Cena. So, and he's in a position where he can help guys now. I mean, they're doing it with the Dudley Boys, which is a, a completely different thing. Right. But that's the Dudley Boys' role now is to come out. They just and put young get, guys over. Get guys over. They're in the Big Show spot. Uh, well, Kane. They never really commit to him being in that spot, but he is in there. Mark Henry. But, you know, even Mark Henry, that's what really worked like two weeks ago, whatever, when they acknowledged that he's like, a, they were like, hey, he's a he's 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 a mentor. Talent. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I really think AJ needs to win that because AJ, if he wins this match, could headline main WrestleMania next year. Like he could do big stuff if you push him. Yes. I I will say that whether he wins on Sunday or not, clean or not. He can still do those things because it's just it's just a, a decision. They haven't had enough time to to really um, make the crowd sort of not care about him yet. Yeah. So if they keep him just levitating, they can always strap the rocket on him. You know, the, they can heat a guy up when they want to really do it. Right. I mean, better that they just put him over and start getting him going. Right. But. I don't think it's like the death toll if he doesn't win on Sunday, even though I agree yeah. he should. Well, I'm remembering that from Randy Orton. Like, I'm realizing it currently about, like, how they can just strap the rocket to a guy. Like, a guy with talent who's all, we know what they're capable of, if you, you can put the rocket on him and it will work. Like, But he was also established as a star before. Orton. So you have to have been right. established as a top guy, which he was. You know, that's the problem. That's a difference. To always, I always go back to Ziggler, but that's the problem. Like, even though he had... He's the had the title. It's still like it's the way you have the title. And it's like Dean right now, you know, like he's got the title and they've and what where is he on the card? Like him and Ziggler. Right. That's is that the third match from the top? The it's, fourth match from the top. I'm going to look at this right now. The, I just in, mean in to say of, like in terms of interest or in terms of third. the way it's being promoted. Right. So it's like you can look and say like, well, yeah, he's he's got the belt, but he what kind of run has he had? Because he's just kind of, you know, so it's uh. It, yeah, I mean, it's entertainment. And are you decide. an Ambrose fan in general? Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like him. You don't like him either. I mean, I I don't dislike him as harsh, but like, you're you're not going to wrestle in jeans and a tank top and and be and, and be. You're not. You're, I'm never going to be into that. He's a lunatic, Dan. The, he's and he's, he's on the lunatic. fringe. He's yes. He's a lunatic fringe. Uh, yes. Jeggings. Yeah, I think that. And also, did you watch his interview with Stone Cold? Well, see that I didn't like. He was really he, unlikable. He came off not very well on that. And, and I will say this. I, I do like Dean Ambrose, but I certainly have cooled off on a, on him a little bit. When he yeah. was in the shield and, and even just after that, like he was he's so different, his reactions and the stuff he was doing. And he's had enough time where he's kind of come back to earth a little bit for me. Yeah. I still like the guy, um, but that Stone Cold interview was uh, was not good for me. I it wasn't know. good. But uh, to Dean, Dean Ambrose came off like very like just just like weird and almost disrespectful. Yes. Aloof and disrespectful would be the terms. Disrespectful. I would use. It was like, he was like, thought he was hot shit. And it's like, yo, right now, like this is the show's over. This is you in front of, you're sitting in front of the best wrestler of all time, arguably. Yeah. 
So, like, you know, be, you know, show some respect. And what wrestling's all about. Though, I will defend Dean for a second and say I don't like Stone Cold encouraging him to like push himself harder on the podcast. I felt like that's a little embarrassing. Putting him on the spot and be yes. like, you, I need to see a little more out of you. But I think maybe he got to that point. Because of the way Dean had been. I never really thought of it like that. That is, it just like he was annoyed you. by yeah. the way he was acting. I think he definitely was. Now, whether he said that or not because of it, but I think he was definitely annoyed. Yeah. Dan, that was Dan how Rose. it read to me, man. He couldn't even like look in his eyes. He was like, oh, yeah, man. Like, well, this yeah, is I was thing. a bad kid. Like, I was a bad kid. And like, when he <laughs> would like, yeah, because he's like, well, he was sort of, he came off as the guy who like had said something before. That wasn't completely true, and and Stone Cold was putting it on the spot because he was like, "Well, was there public housing or not?" And yeah, he, and he just wouldn't answer. And then the other thing that yeah, we yeah. talked about on on we watch wrestling too was yeah. like that. Don't plug your podcast. Come on, hey, here. come on, man. They okay. can listen. Well, I already to talked about a pop. <laughs> this is my podcast. I can't be losing listeners. All no, right? you won't. You won't. Um, is that like he would explain things like Stone Cold had no idea what the fuck he was talking about, and right. not, and not in a way where he was like. In case the crowd, he was, in, he was in, condescending to Stone Cold. In case the listeners don't know, it wasn't. It, that's not how it read. It was like he was being like, "Yeah, so this guy Les Thatcher." It's like motherfucker. Stone Cold yeah. knows Les Thatcher right. and has known Les yeah. Thatcher, and 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 he wasn't saying it like, "Oh, you know." You can frame it in a way that's like I'm just trying to make sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. That's not how it felt. Yeah, it felt no, like it he was. Feel, it felt like know. he was just like, "Yo, here's how wrestling works, man." Yeah, it felt like that. Yeah. to Stone Cold Steve Austin. But I thought Stone Cold the thing he said to him. And maybe it was because he was mad at him. He should have that the kind of thing he should have said to him in the back. Yes, behind not what during his title run yeah. on the network. <laughs> uh, but maybe he deserved it. Whatever. And yeah. and I don't know why he couldn't have just been like, "Why are you wearing this stupid tank top?" Anyway, <laughs> Ambrose for me is like he was dope in the Shield. In the Shield, I was like, this guy is awesome. And then he's like dropped so far from me when he was like, "I'm crazy." And then even now, it's like, whatever. He cuts a decent promo, but I I, I just I can't. I like, and his in ring work is. To me, horrible. I think he's like, like we're Finn. I'm like, oh, I'm not into Zen work and and Shinsuke. That's a separate thing I'm talking yeah. about. I'm talking about like you actually think that Dean's not. Those guys that are good. great wrestlers and they just don't connect for me. Like, yeah, uh, the storytelling wise or whatever. Where D- Dean Ambrose, I'm like him and the Miz are the two guys that move like my dad in the ring. Uh, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, let's talk the matches we talked about. Let's also give predictions and also. What you think will happen? Like, oh, boy. oh no, fantasy booking. So, like your okay. prediction, and then your fantasy what booking. You'd like, yeah. like what you'd like. Okay. So, like we talked about Finn Seth. I mean, that match is going to be awesome. Seth Rollins, I is the best guy in WWE. Yeah. Uh, I think he sh- fantasy. I think Seth Rollins should win that because yeah. I think Finn. It's like I don't know. He doesn't deserve. To, Finn doesn't deserve to beat Seth Rollins right now. He's back. He's the guy who, when he comes out and he's not holding the title. Especially this title nobody cares about yet, this universal title. Put it on the guy that we all care about. You're going to put a new belt on a new guy like who's dressed crazy. To me, it's like it won't work. It's going to make the belt look bad. But who I think is going to win, I think Finn's going to win. I think they're pushing Finn all the way to the moon. Well, I think I think Finn should win because when you're if you're debuting a guy the way they are with him, yeah. you don't want to debut him to have him lose. Now... The other side of that is how he would lose because the program probably isn't over, right? This right. Pro- this program probably continues. So, um, I think I think that Finn will probably win. It'll just depend on how that happens, um, and I think that's probably what should happen. Cool, uh, Ambrose Ziegler. My, I guess I started the pattern of me going first because I'm a gracious host that way. 
Uh, <laughs> but I say that I think what will happen is uh, Dean Ambrose clean win is what I think is going to happen, especially because I heard the rumor that they're setting up for Ambrose Styles. Like that's the that's mm. the that's the feud they're very excited about. Okay. From what I've heard, I don't know. You know, everything I hear is only fifty percent right because it's just somebody pretending they know what they're talking about. But uh, I would say what I think should happen is Ziggler should happen. With you, you need Ziggler to be good. Like you need him to look strong. They're gonna embarrass him if he loses. It's I don't know. It's 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 like the last straw for him. I feel like I think he'll even just quit. Yeah, I think it's a um, it's a tough one because they're both baby faces. Uh, I think they're teasing Ziggler heel because of that kick yeah. on Raw on SmackDown, which I thought was pretty dope. Yeah, I think they're also teasing a Bray Wyatt interrupt. Right, you know they, what they, I mean. That's another thing. So that so so I think what we might get is uh, I think Dean Dean certainly retains, but there'll be some kind of interference that maybe um, puts puts Ziggler onto onto Bray, and that program begins from there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then we talked about Cena Styles. What do you think happens there? We, I mean, we kind of talked about this already. I think, you know, I was saying that I think, I think, I'm going to say I think AJ will win, and I think AJ should win. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. Dope. <laughs> for uh, once. That'll be once. For one, Yeah, for once in your miserable life. Uh, <laughs> lives. I'm a cat. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Rand- Brock, it says here, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman yes. versus Randy sure. Orton. How does, how does Paul Heyman factor into this match? Well, I think they always do. Like it probably says Rusev with Lana, right? I mean, it's whoever. No, it, oh, it does. Who's being second? Well, it says show. Rusev C with <laughs> Lana. The, the fact that he's the champion is more important than who his manager. This is, is. The, the, I, this one is the toughest call, I think, because I just don't know what the what the plan is here. I think uh, Rusev is gonna. I think he. No, we're talking about Randy and uh, Brock, right? Oh, so, sorry. Who's hosting this oh. show? Zig is. Zig. Okay, cool. Dope. Uh, oh, this. Man, I was saying for months, well, since they announced it, since UFC 200 uh, or whatever, that's, I think that's when they announced it or right before that, I've been saying that Brock Lesnar wins this, no question. Like, no question. they're not going to have Randy Orton beat him, but they've built up Randy so much that, like, now, and they've, they, now, and they've established that the RKO is strong enough to take down Lesnar. And if they want to punish him for the steroid thing at all, well, the other side of it is like or Conor McGregor interrupt. Randy is is just back. It's his first match. Yeah, uh, he's a full time wrestler. Brock, we're not going to see him again until probably the Royal Rumble. I would guess may maybe a Survivor Series, but but there's a chance we don't see him until the first of the year. So it's like again, it's it's how it's done. And this rematch could be re- at WrestleMania. It could be, but but regardless, like if Brock's going to lose, this is probably the time to do it and again it just it just depends on how it happens like if brock just fucks him over and fucks him over for 15 minutes and then he catches with an rko or it's a little bit of a fluke he slips on a banana peel he doesn't look weak yeah and then he goes away it doesn't matter my you know? buddy uh jason shabiro friend of the show he uh uh he, he had he wrote a great finish for this match is similar to what you said except that the only difference is is like randy just gets squashed uh and then uh, Randy Orton hits an RKO, pins Brock for like a three that's, and he, Brock kicks out, like, but the three account happened, but he kicks out and Brock's like, what? Like, 
It's yeah. it's like you know where right. Brock's up, and then Brock still beats the shit out of him. But technically, Randy won the match. Sure. Yeah. And I think if they do that, they should have the F five turn into an RKO. Okay. Which seems very doable. Fireman's yeah. carry into a cutter seems doable. Yeah. It's all about uh, if Brock wants to. Well, we've heard he's lazy because Ambrose. Like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know about him being lazy, but I can certainly believe him being like, "Fuck you! I'm waiting for my check. Uh, just, just yeah. meet me out there." <laughs> I'm well, that's not, what he did I'm to Ambrose. Doing, yeah, so I can see him being that way. So if if someone depends on who it is too. Yeah. If Vince McMahon says, "Hey, this is what I want," then he's probably a little more open to it. Cool. But. All right, let's run through this. Rusev Reigns. Rusev C with Lana. Versus Roman Reigns. Well, after I found out what really happened on Monday, I maybe uh, maybe the Bulgarian brute goes over on Sunday. I'm fine with that. I think Rus- I think that they were that was re- it was made it really obvious. Roman Reigns with a, a pin on Rusev. They establish he's still strong, but then, and Rusev is doing great work. He's so he's awesome heel. He's great on the mic. I even saw a couple people I didn't even know who like I follow on Facebook randomly like posting about Rusev like he, yeah. He, he's in great shape. Her Lana in the wedding dress is awesome. She's going to keep wearing yeah. a wedding dress. It's a dress. great little duo, man. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah. He, he, well, I don't see any. And also Roman Reigns, why does he need the U.S. title? He doesn't. Yeah. So it's Rusev. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. We haven't spoke about the women. Uh, I think, I think Sasha wins again, retains. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like, why, why this Charlotte, Sasha should have won the belt versus Charlotte here. I don't right. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, but I mean, this way she can she can cement it. Dana Brooke is banned from ringside. Does that affect your choice uh, here? It makes me happier. I'm not a Dana Brooke fan. I'm fine with her not no, being she out stinks. there. Dana Brooke stinks. <laughs> I don't like her. Sasha's also like pretty bad on the mic. I I I I think like her mic skills need a little work. She was one who I thought was was decent in NXT, but then has no. I always kind of I you know yeah. I always kind of noticed it, but I think she always like. She feels she has a lot of charisma, like yeah. in her energy, and so you're like. But then on the microphone, like even they're like, when you win, what are you gonna do? She's like, I'm gonna party with like Jay Z and stuff. I thought mm-hmm. that was really corny. <laughs> like yeah. I'm gonna party with Jay Z. I was like, oh, so you're like a. That's probably not her fault though. Yeah, well, the, the t- words that are coming out of her mouth might not be her fault. The way she on says commentary them, though, she was on commentary uh, saying that. There's still there's still somebody in her. Right. I mean, who knows? Who saying knows, I'm gonna but. party with Jay Z. You're like, come on. Like just because she's like so- sounds like a the old man. Black. He's yeah. like, who's, who's a rapper? Somebody tell me who a rapper is. I know. It sounds sounds like Vince, <laughs> the big guy, Jay Z. Yeah. Not not Snoop, not her cousin Snoop. Uh, New Day versus the Club. Mm. Club. Club takes the belts off of them, and you think they should? I think Club too. I think Club's doing. I love this ring post. I just like Club needs something. New Day doesn't need the belts. They don't need the belt, and they don't have Big E, so they have a perfect excuse to lose. Like Big E's injured, so and they yeah. and the club injured him, so it's yeah. like make him look real strong. Yeah, the club's awesome. Those guys are proven guys in Japan, right? They're yeah. big, big time guys. Like let them give them the belts. I'd hope Gallows might find some new gear, though. I hate those pants he wears. He wears a little tight pants. He's covering up that terrible midriff. He's got a sloppy there's, midriff. There's better ways than yeah. those terrible pants. But anyway, he looks like a he looks like a. Uh, a guy in a in a uh, b- 
big daddy cool Halloween costume. Yes, like a, yes. like your fat dad. He took the, the he took the wig <laughs> off for a little bit while yeah, he gets yeah, a punch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he got a little sweaty at the party, and he had to take the wig off because he felt a little lightheaded. Yeah. But he showed up thinking his costume was so fucking cool yeah. and funny, and nobody know well, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diesel. Like, I'm Diesel. From, oh yeah, uh, Magic Ninja Turtles. Mike? What are you talking about? Magic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I like the club. I, I think Carl Anderson is really good on the mic. And I think those vignettes they're doing, those doctor things, are funny. Edgy. Yeah. A lot of innuendo. <laughs> yeah. You know, the innuendo is the only part I don't like. Yeah. But I do think the idea of ring postitis, it's like they have a tag finish that is that is that fucks you up. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, Enzo and Cass versus Jericho and Owen. That's going to be fun. That's going to be super fun. That's going to be a cool match, I guess. I don't like, I don't like Enzo and Cass that much anymore. What happened? I, I think Cass is horrendous on the mic, and Enzo is like just annoyed. Every time he comes out, I get like annoyed <laughs> at this point. It's so much. It's too much. He's, it's too much. He's trying yeah. to be like so funny. We're like, Jericho is amazing right now. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe probably um, one of those teams will implode on Sunday. Enzo and Cass are going to win, and Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens are going to turn on each other. That's not like a long. That's just like, what do we do with these guys at pay per view? Yeah, but I mean, I think that Vince, he's got. He's got ideas for Cass that he doesn't for Enzo, yeah. so who knows? Uh, Miz, Cruz. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, I can't is disagree. Is that a pre-show? I can't disagree. IC match? Man, this is who why knows, I said man. make the IC belt the SmackDown belt. Cesaro. Sheamus? Uh, yeah, that's on there too, right? Yeah. That's a little more interesting. That's a best, best of seven. seven. And the first match starts here? That's interesting. I yeah. dig that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, I hope Cesaro wins all seven matches, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. Who, uh, the rest of this, who cares about? Yeah. Is there more matches? Yeah, there's Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Naomi versus Natalia and Ava Marie. Even though I like this Ava Marie thing where she doesn't wrestle. She doesn't, yeah. I think that's the best way to use her because she can't wrestle. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. 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 I think it's, well, I mean, that's a card. I mean, it's an exciting SummerSlam. I'm oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And the yeah. NXT show the night before, it's going to be a great weekend, yeah. Dan. It's going to be an exciting. This is going to be huge. People. Huge. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a big huge. weekend. Uh, I do a terrible Donald Trump. Huge. But okay. I do you understand what I'm saying? Every, okay. Yeah. Everyone goes into the Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think let's uh, let's uh, wrap it up here. What? Okay. Uh, why don't you plug your show again, and then I'll plug my. We show. watch wrestling podcast every Wednesday, three sixteen a.m. iTunes and everywhere podcasts are sold and and given away for free. This Friday night, August nineteenth, Copperstill, Los Angeles, BrownPaperTickets.com live podcast. The following Friday, the twenty sixth, White Hotel, Brooklyn, New York, BrownPaperTickets.com. Thank you very much for having me on here, dude. Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, our show is also this Friday at midnight. Go check out their show and then Double you come up. to our show. Double up, man. Have a full night. Our show is only five bucks at midnight. Uh, and we got a, we're going to have a real professional wrestling match. We got some awesome, funny sketches. Uh, broken Matt Hardy. <laughs> He's oh, doing something. We got a bunch of, bunch of goofs happening. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, it's this Friday midnight. UCB Theater. You can get your tickets to UCB Summer Slamtacular. Uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars. Anything less is you're just being a jerk. So show some respect. Anyway, uh, uh, keep watching wrestling. Bye. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.